NZAP. Chemist Warehouse June catalogue sale ends this week. Find Calvin Klein Euphoria for men, 50 mil, now only $39.99. This is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. Good morning, Izzy Kempi for breakfast, SENZ, Kempi's away again, but that's okay, we've got Rick Dog in the house with Kez and Aroha, keeping you up to date with news here and wherever. PGA Tour is on at, the PGA US Open is on at the moment, and well, our Ryan Fox is doing okay, he's even, he's even after we start, Shoffley at the top of the leaderboards, we'll keep you up to date Many of them haven't teed off yet, and it's great to see the great LA Country Club looking in pristine condition. It's a big good morning to you, Rick Dog. How you doing? Yeah, good. Is he good? Uh, real good. I tell you, I, I got a great laugh this morning. I, uh, mm. I, I I sat down. I opened my laptop. I thought, what are we going to talk about this morning? And I thought, you know, Scotty Barrett. I, we've got a lot of great comedians, you know, Reese Darby, um, Di Henwood, uh, Billy T. James. We've got a great history of comedians in New Zealand, but Scotty Barrett's got to be up there with the best of them because I saw him say that uh, he thought that, you know, the thing that the Crusaders need to do tonight is is not react to the Blues niggle, not give in to the Blues niggle. I was like, What? <laughs> What? Hey, Pot, oh. meet Kettle. Hello. Probably the most niggly <laughs> team in Super Rugby. Jeez. We don't niggle. They don't niggle, oh, Ricardo. Whatever. They are They are subtle about all that that goes on on the field. No, what? Scotty Barrett, he's probably the least comedic out of all of them, let's be honest. But, hey, he knows what's coming. He knows what's coming. The Blues are coming down to... To do, do one over the Crusaders, and he knows what they're going to try and do. Upset them, take them away from their game, and, and try and provide a little niggle. And I'm I'm not surprised he said that, because you look at how successful Dane Coles was when he um, you know upset pretty much the entire Crusaders team, took them away from their game, took them off their game, and they got the result from it. It's, it's, it's a key part to their success, Rick Dog. Any truth that Dane Coles is running water for the Blues tonight? Any Have you heard that at all? <laughs> <laughs> Would have surprised me. He hates the Crusaders, so he'll be cheering the Blues on. But um, mate, it's going to be a great game. I'm going to be at the game, um, doing the pre-game, halftime, and post-match, and I'm looking forward to it, mate. It's it's semi-finals. You know, the four best teams in the comp are ready to take it out. This feels like a final, Rick Dog. 
And I, no disrespect to, to the other sides, but it just does. It just feels something different about this game, the Blues taking on the Crusaders. Well, I think it probably does because this is the game most people are not sure about. I, I, I don't know if it's quite as, you wouldn't go as far as to say it's a coin toss, but it's close, mm. right? Especially with the injuries the mm. Crusaders have got. Whereas it feels like you know that the Chiefs will have enough to beat the Brumbies. But this one mm. is the one that no one's quite sure of. And it's these two storied franchises. You know, the Blues, when Super Rugby started, were the dominant force. The Crusaders have become the dominant force. And there's that massive rivalry there. There is a rivalry. And they'll be sleeping and simmering away, dreaming about what will be tonight. And then they're going to get up at about 8 o'clock, maybe 8.30, and they'll be wondering, what's for breakfast? What am I going to get up and eat? Am I going to have bacon eggs? What is the Kiwi go-to mm-hmm. in terms of breakfast, Rick Dog? And, and while I'm while I'm bringing up breakfast, yeah, is Kez is going to come in. Oh, is Kez he? is going to come in. And yesterday we were talking about wheat bix. We were, yeah, yeah. And while Kez thought Rick Dog, three hours a long time. We need to fill him up. <laughs> so what we've done is we've made you some wheat bix, Rick Dog. Oh. We've made you two. Two wheat picks. Servings of wheat picks. Yeah. And you're going to have a little snack on one. Yeah. And what I've done here, I've, I've given you my go tos for right. wheat picks. Okay. So what I've done is I've crushed wheat picks up. Yeah. I'll put them in hot water. Yep. And I'll put a bit of butter in there with a little bit of brown sugar. Mm. So if you can take a mouthful there and just really simmer away, chip away at it, and give me your little breakdown of what you're thinking about that one. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. You like it? Yeah, I do like it. I do like it. It is. Can, um, can you taste the creamy butter through it? You can definitely tell it's it's butter and not like you know, you haven't just mixed it with milk or you haven't mixed it with cream. You can you can taste the butter. It's still got the butter flavour. So have I cha- have I convinced you to try this out when you're at home? Like, is this a, is this something that could persuade you to try something different, there, Rick Dog? Potentially, yeah, yeah, potentially. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, put put that put that plate down. We're going to go to serving number two. Mm. So serving number two is something different, and I've heard it been spoken about plenty. Serving number now, two. Now, want to have a taste of this one? Serving number two looks like Kez has been on laxatives. That's what that looks like. <laughs> <laughs> so give us a taste. What is that? <laughs> so that is wheat bix mm-hmm. with marmite. Yeah, no. That so is- that is wheat bix and ma- marmite. Is it? Is it anything? Can you? You like it? No, that's horrible. <laughs> that is horrible. That does taste like Kez has been on laxatives. That's what that tastes like. <laughs> I was dry wrenching making that. Rick. It was so bad. <laughs> so he so came over and said, "Surely you can't be doing this." I was like, "Bro, I know. I had tears in my eyes." <laughs> So, honestly, I can't. There are so many variations when it comes to wheat bix. That is my go to was was plate number one with butter, <laughs> sugar, hot water, a bit of, um, you know, just trying to creamy it up, get it nice and creamy. And then go to two, the serving plate number two was what I've heard. I've heard that people have marmite with wheat bix. It's something I've never tried. And I'm looking at you through the camera, and your eyes are watering, and your face is just. Not enjoying what you're no, eating. No. So, wheat books and Marmite, no good. No good. I'm no. so sorry, Rick. 
don't, don't apologise now. Don't you know, he got me excited, is he? He got me excited. He yeah. was just like, oh, bro, breakfast's on the way. And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, oh, is he shouting breakfast? And I'm like, ah, oh, sweet. What do we got coming? Uber Eats, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'll make up for it afterwards. Look, I just wanted to try it out because yesterday, the Wheat Picks, there was um, plenty of debate coming through on Twitter as well regarding the Wheat Picks. And I thought, mate, everyone, a Kiwi household go to is Wheat Picks. Crushing up the Wheat Picks and eating plenty of it. So we wrecked all, we got you trying it. And obviously, you want to go back to serving number one because you're, you're hating your life right now eating number two. But that's okay. Yeah, there you go. Wheat Picks. Right. Wheat Picks drama <laughs> here on SENZ. But oh. back to the rugby, mate. Back to the rugby. Plenty will be getting up having some Wheat Picks, eating the cornflakes, whatever they do, bacon and eggs, ready to rip into today. Mate, it's a, it's a huge game. If you're the Blues, mm. and I was reading uh, Leon McDonald's comments when he wrote, uh, uh, did a wee article for stuff, and he talked about the perfect plan. We have to pay, play the perfect game when they come down. What, what does that game look like for you, mate? Like when the Blues come down, what would you like to see them do to be able to upset this Crusader side? I, well, I think they, they need to control the pill, right? They need to control the pill, and they, they can't afford to let the Crusaders kick to uh, kick and set up set piece. So mm. I think defensively it's going to be interesting. When they don't have the ball, what their wide men do, because you obviously risk the overlap. But, I mean, if Leo, if you're Leon McDonald, you're surely you're thinking about maybe dropping your wingers slightly deeper so you can cover either touchline as well as having your fullback back, right? Um, so I, th- I think they need to do that. They need, need to be able to put enough pressure on Richie Mwanga uh, and and the uh, and the halfback whoever's starting at halfback, uh, so that you know, they don't have that opportunity to set up rolling walls close to the line. So uh, you've got to dominate the ball and you've got to stop the Crusaders' mm. kicking game. I think that's what you've got to do. I think you're on the money there. Dalton Papali'i spoke about in the final last year. They probably focused too too much on defence. Yeah. And defence wins your games. It goes a long way, but you've got to fire some shots as well. And, and tonight, the ball control, time and position is probably the key factor for them. Last time they played the Crusaders, they probably kicked a a lot. They kicked too much. And then you saw in the last 20 minutes when they actually started making games with the Crusaders, they held onto the ball. Bowden Barrett is the key in this. He's got to start playing uh, flat at the line. You know, when he's flat and he's committing defenders in and he's causing a bit of havoc around that second and third defender, that's when those big boys come in. They're all running short balls off him. He's got the ability to throw it out the back and go wide. Rico Ioane is in scintillating form. Like, he is so good at the moment. So that is the key, Eric Dog. Hold the ball for long periods of time. Make this Crusaders team defend like their lives depend on it. And then don't get caught up in their game as well. Yep. You saw the Hurricanes. You spoke about Dan Coles. Disrupt them. Take them away from their set piece and make them defend for long periods of time. This Blues team will be right in it. And that's where players like Zan Sullivan, Mark Talia, Rico Ioane... Mm. You know, broken field play, when you've got the opportunity to run the ball back, run the ball back, keep the ball on hand, don't kick it back to the Crusaders, keep it broken and try and try and play more unstructured footy because that takes away from the Crusaders' strengths, I think. Yeah, it's 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 going to be a, an interesting game. And the weather's hopefully going to hold out. and It'll be cold, we know that, and they'll be preparing for that. But those are the keys, you know, like just getting those players with so much influence on the game into the game early, 
you know, Mark Talia, the more times he has the balls, uh, the ball in his hand, the more opportunities he's going to have to to disrupt this team. So on the flip side, the Crusaders they know what they're going to do. They're, they're at home. They've won twenty eight out twenty eight playoff games in Christchurch. So this is their cauldron. They'll be calling on that a lot. They're going to be calling on the crowd to, to really motivate them. Hopefully we have an injury-free game, but um, you know, you never know with this Crusaders side. They're going to have to go deep into the squad as well. So, mate, who are the, who are the favourites? If you, you know, obviously the favourites in the TAB are, are the Crusaders, but when you look at it, you must be full of confidence. I am full of... I mean, it, it, it's funny, you know... It, it, <laughs> I know it's a bit of a cliche, but whoever you put in the red and black jersey, when they're playing in Christchurch, it, it doesn't almost doesn't matter. Like it feels like that 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 it, that's always going to be uh, a massive hurdle. So mm. yes, I mean you know no Sam Whitelock, massive. No Ethan Blackadder, massive. No Cullen Grace, massive. You know there is some big players, no doubt, missing from that Crusaders side. But I think you know you've got a great coach who's a great motivator. Um, so I, mm. I, I still don't think you underestimate the Crusaders. I think they're favourites for a reason, playing at home. And I'm just having a look, mate, at the uh, forecast. Now, we looked at the forecast earlier in the week, and it said it was going to be showery uh, tonight uh, for the game. Updated forecast, no, it is clear. There might be a bit of cloud in the evening, so you might be a little bit dewy, but no rain in the forecast, which is going to be, uh, which is going to be good for the game, I think. Oh, it's been such good weather down here, Rick. I know Auckland's been good too. I was looking at the news last night. Eight and a half hours sunlight you've had this week. And it's only light for nine and a half. So you're getting some good rays. So the conditions, yep, they will get dewy. It will get cold. The ball won't fly in the air for as as long as it does in in the summertime. But, um, mate, just keep the ball in hand. Let's play some exciting brand of rugby because... Yesterday was a pretty dire, dire day on the show because we were talking about why Kiwis don't love the game. Let's hope, full, let's hope that tonight does not disappoint, mate. Um, but uh, let, let's talk some league too because there's plenty going on in the league world, mate. And I know there's some big news happening up in the north, eh? Should we rip into it? Yeah, do, mate, do. Uh, when you say up in the north, you mean up over in Australia, that north, or you're talking north-north? Go media! Go media! Oh, go media. Yeah, sorry. The Go Media Stadium, Mount Smart. Uh, they are renaming it the Daniel Anderson Stadium for the game on August 18 against the Manly Sea Eagles. And uh, I... Th- I I was a bit torn about this dagger. Like I, I love the fact that they want to reach out, they want to support Daniel and his family. But I'm like, the bloke's not dead. Do you name stuff yeah. after me? You know what I mean? It's just like, but yeah. they, they, they then went on to say they're doing a drive. A percentage of all the ticket sales for that game against Manly will go to the Daniel Anderson uh, family and, and, and help his fund and all that sort of stuff. Also, they're going to make their old boys day. They've shifted their old boys day to be that game. And they're bringing back the 2003 jersey for that game as well. So now I'm, I'm a lot more comfortable. It sounds like, a, sounds like it's going to be a great day. I reckon that's going to be, just about to tell you now, it's going to be a sellout at Mount Smart. <laughs> It always sells out. We don't even have to try and look for tickets here, mate. There won't be any left. But it's a good touch. It's a good touch for Daniel Anderson and um, Tony Kemp. You know, he's got a, it's one of his good friends. So it's just one of those little touches that the the Warriors do so well. They're, they're really good at, um, you know, connecting to the past and understanding the people that have gone before them. You know, they've obviously shied away from it, uh, their identity in the last couple of years, but they've come back and Andrew Webster and Cameron George they're doing so much, so mate, that's an awesome wee touch, an awesome wee touch, and uh, hopefully they can raise some good money for Daniel Anderson and Co. Yeah, which leads us into this. K.
can't wait question of the day. Go Media Stadium Mount Smart has been renamed Daniel Anderson Stadium for the Round 18 Clash with the Sea Eagles. If you were going to rename that stadium permanently after a rugby league great, who would it be? That is is a good question. First names that sprung to my mind, Jones, Mannering. Those are the two that really just came straight to me. Simon Mangering and uh, Stacey Jones. I don't know. Look, it's it's you can name them plenty. You know, over in Bray at the Brumbies, you've got the greats, George Gregan. They've got Gregan Stadium, um, Stan. They've got the Larkham Stan. You know, like, like they really are leading the way in, in remembering their past players. But when you, yeah, those are the first two for me. Stacey Jones, Simon Mannering. What about you? Well, i actually gone in a slightly different direction here. Uh, a guy who's maybe not synonymous with the Warriors, but synonymous with Rugby mm. League. A guy who really put Rugby League on the map, made the Kiwis competitive against the Kangaroos. Uh, and then, you know, coached the Maroons, coached Manly. I'm going Graham Lowe. Mm. I think he's Are done we? so much for Rugby League as a game, maybe not for the Warriors. I mean, although he has had influence there as, as a board member and things, but as a for a game, as a game, I think Lowe has done more for Rugby League than just about anybody else. Low Stadium. Low Stadium. It's got a ring to it there, Rick Dog. Yeah. It sure does. Let us know what you think. Double eight, double three on the Temper Bedpost text machine. If you could name the new stadium after permanently after Rugby League, great. Who would it be? We'd love to hear from you and keep those messages coming through. In regards to the rugby, Mark, the one-eyed Mark, Satan's 13 plus. Oh, that'll be a push, Mark, but how good would that be? All right, so keep those messages coming through. Yeah, you're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrance. 0800 150 811 8833. We'll be back with more after this. It's 6.20. Chemist Warehouse June catalogue sale ends this week. Find Calvin Klein Euphoria for Men, 50 mil, now only $39.99. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. 0800 150 is our number, double eight double three, the temper and bedpost text line, and we want to hear from you. Temper and bedpost range of mattresses and adjustable bases adapt to the exact shape of your body. If Go Media Mount Smart Stadium was going to be renamed after a rugby league great, who would it be? That was the question. That was the question, and we've had plenty of texts through. Uh, we've also had some texts through about the rugby as well. We'll get to those too. Uh, I do like this from Mark. Only one name for the stadium, boys, The Butcher. Name it The Butcher Stadium, Mad Butcher Stadium, and you get a free sausage and bread every time you come to the game. Yeah, that's a good one, mate. Sir Peter Leach. Oh, one of the greats, mate. How good would that be? You get free mad butcher saucies on the way in. Saucies going around the stadium. Ah, oh, such a good feel to it. Yeah, I like that one. I like that one, Rick Doll. Yeah, it's been a, a couple others. Mark Graham Stadium. He's a great Kiwis captain, of course. Morena Gents, got to disagree with Rick Dog. As for all lowers done for the game of league, no link to Mount Smart. All the Warriors. I would have renamed Carlaw Park Low Stadium. As a lifelong member of Warrior Nation, I'd agree with Izzy and have both sta- stands named after Stacey and Simon with the stadium named Sir Peter Leach Stadium. He's done more for the Warriors than anyone else. That one's from Joe. Nice, <laughs> Joe. I don't mind you disagreeing, mate. It's all about opinions, and uh, you've made some good points there, Izzy. Yeah, look, it's it's an interesting one, isn't it? Like, Sir Peter Leach hasn't played the game, but is there a more passionate 
person in terms of Warriors supporters, what he's done for the club. They had, he had his own little Sir Peter Leach lounge where you'd go along and he'd host you and, and everything like that. Um, yeah, so it's the criteria. Obviously, a lot's going on in the field, but then there's people out there in the community like Sir Peter Leach that have done so much for the Warriors brand. Like, if you think of the biggest fan in terms of Warriors, He'd have to be right at the top, wouldn't he? Yeah, he'd, yeah, he'd have to be. I mean, he was the 18th man for so long as well, right? And that that was fantastic mm. that the club did that with him. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm certainly open to that. Not somebody that uh, jumped to mind immediately. I was thinking somebody more that was, I guess, directly mm. involved, which is why I went lowy. Um, Alton Filipina Stadium has come through as well from Andrew. Keep your text coming through double eight double three. That did lead me to start thinking about something closer to your heart, Izzy. Orange Theory Stadium, or the Scaffold Stadium, as I like to call it. Um, yeah, obviously, Crusaders aren't going to be there forever because they are building a new stadium. But when that's built, who's that going to be named after? Is that going to be Ooh. the Richie McCaw Stadium? Is it going to be the Dan Carter Stadium? Is it going to be the Razor Robertson Stadium? Uh, well, what do you reckon? Who's Who, who do you uh, reckon they'd name that after? Well, the, the name's Tekaha, the Tekaha Stadium. So, uh, I, But then... There could be a, on the other side a stadium. Uh, if I don't think they'll name the stadium after one of the Crusaders because it's a stadium for Christchurch. It's, it's not the Crusaders' stadium. Obviously, they're going to be playing a lot of rugby there, but it's a stadium for everyone to be involved at. Hopefully, we get some A-League and potentially, hopefully, we get a lot of Warriors games down mm. here with knowing the supporters that they have down in the south. So it's a stadium for, for everyone, for the people, but... In the stands, there could be the potential to name it after a couple of Crusaders greats. Um, you know, the ones that spring to mind were probably the ones that got named in the Hall of Fame. I think they'll be pretty close to the top. The Blackadder stand or or the Marshall stand, the Mertens stand. You know, Mertens will probably be next on that list. Uh, the Wayne Smith stand. Like, there's a lot of opportunities here. But one thing I'm hearing rumours about is potentially a walk of fame heading to the stadium. Oh, yeah. So basically, when you walk into the game, there's going to be like a walkway, and there might be opportunities to have sculptures or some bronze sculptures through, like, you know how you walk outside some stadiums, you got Wally Lewis and, and the bronze yeah, um, statue cool. there. and Yeah, so like something like that, that'll be quite cool and, and an awesome wee touch. So it's calling, calling it the Walk of Fame heading towards the stadium. Be quite cool. I like that. I'll tell you another name that we haven't actually come up with that just occurred to me is uh, Deans. Romy mm. and Bruce, obviously, you know, famous in the Canterbury rugby. Yep. I think their old man played for Canterbury too, didn't he? Yes, yep, definitely. Uh, Robbie Deans will have to be top of that list. Um, I think he's pretty close. Like, if you rattle off the names that'll go next, you're proud to name them. I think it'll be Robbie Deans, Andrew Mertens, and then there's probably one more that the potentially might go for. Um, you know, like, so, yeah, there's, they're going to do three. I think it'll be Mertz, Deans, and then there's one more. Mm. If you can think of that one more, what, who's the name that springs to your mind? And you think of the Crusades, you've got Norm Berryman, one of the first OGs uh, that, that went on that crusade. He's obviously passed on now, so it'll be a touching, um, you know, real uh, a touching sentiment for him, him and his family. Um, mate, there's, there's names, but it's pretty cool to know that they're, they're you know, that walk of fame, when I when I heard some rumours about that, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Nice that's, little touch there. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I've had more texts come through at double eight, double three around the rugby as well. John has said, the Blues have to win for the sake of Super Rugby. And then the Chiefs beat the Blues. Uh, and then Dave in Caraca has said, good morning, boys. If you match up player for player, I think the Blues come out on top so long as they use the ball wisely. They should come out on top, go the Blues, and go my TAB account. Ha ha, have a great day. 
from Dave from Craig. Well, your my TAB account as well, mate. I've backed the Blues unders at three bucks thirty just quietly. So, uh, so there you go. <laughs> Keep those coming through. Double eight, double three. Can't wait. Question of the day: Which rugby league great would you name Go Media Mount Smart Stadium after if you were going to do that? As uh, they have named that Daniel Anderson Stadium for the August eighteen round twenty five game against Manly. We were also talking about maybe the new Christchurch Stadium. Who would get a stand or be on the the Walk of Fame? Open to your suggestions and your take on who's going to win tonight's big battle between the Crusaders and the Blues as well. Keep them coming through. 0800 150 Here's Aroha with news for Kubota. Together we are shaping and building New Zealand.